You're listening to Ditch the Diet Radio with myself, Rachel Foy, the Food Freedom Coach. This is a podcast for smart, driven, high-achieving women who are sick and tired of their food struggles holding them back from having a life that they really want. So if you're ready to stop the struggle with eating, fighting your body, and ultimately find your own food freedom, then you, my gorgeous, are so in the right place right now. If you love the conversations that we have here on Ditch the Diet Radio, then be sure to check out my website at rachelfoy.com for free workshops, gifts, and much, much more. So are you ready? Here's a brand new episode from Ditch the Diet Radio. Let's go. I have got an amazing first guest for you all and I'm absolutely delighted that she's on the other end of the line right now because what this lady doesn't know about fashion, about styling, about outer body confidence and how to actually help someone feel a million dollars in what they're wearing is probably not worth knowing about. So she is a renowned entrepreneur, she's a keynote speaker, she's a best-selling author and she's built her empire from the fabulous world of um, fashion styling and not only that she's also styled for the Brit Awards she styled for the Grammys she styled for the Dubai Film Festival and she's also been nominated as a finalist for the most stylish female at the Scottish Style Awards and also communicator of the year at the Scottish Fashion Awards too I'm giving a few any few clues for any of you that are local to Dubai now she's also established herself as one of the region's key innovators and entrepreneurs And about 10 years ago, in 2005, she launched Style Me Divine, which is a bespoke styling agency, which helps men and women, um, well, help them choosing their clothes, their shoes and their accessories. So I'm going to hand over to my very first guest and I'm absolutely delighted that she's here today with us. It's the beautiful, the fantastic, the wonderful Kelly Lundberg. Thanks, Rachel. You're very welcome. <laughs> Didn't realise that you'd done so much. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. That was wonderful. You read. No, really, really, really good. Really, really good. good. How are you today? Excellent. Yeah, Happy. really good. It's nearly the weekend. I know, it is fantastic. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. I'm, I'm going to actually give you a little confession here, Kelly. For those of you that don't really know much about you or about I, I actually came across um, yourself, Kelly, I think it was on Instagram, because your Instagram account is fabulous. It's one of oh, my favorites. Thank you. Um, and I, I stumbled across you probably a good few months ago, and I think I stalked you for a little while. <laughs> kind I of, never have known. Uh, kind of stalking you in the background, and then I'm not sure how it happened, but we kind of met up and we got chatting, and we kind of realized that even though we're in very different industries, we're actually doing very similar work. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's all about female empowerment and body confidence and really helping people feel good in their skin um so as I've as I kind of said in your introduction you are in the world of fashion you're in the world of clothes you're in the world of you know getting people dressed and making them feel fabulous um so do you want to give us a bit more of an idea as to kind of what you do and what what it's all about for you yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you for the kind comments on Instagram. Instagram is a, a funny one. I love it. And it's an opportunity to express your style. But I also think it's an opportunity to be you as well. Yeah. So you'll you'll like my uh, last post. I put it on to make people laugh. Um, so you'll have to have a little look at that one. I'll keep everyone intrigued. It's <laughs> official. Check that um, one out. 
but it's amusing. Um, yeah, about what I do. Well, we're actually celebrating 10 years in business this month, which is a huge milestone and uh, one I'm absolutely thrilled to, to meet um, and to go on from. So what we basically started off doing was offering one-on-one personal shopping and styling advice to people that live here in the UAE. And not necessarily actually who just live here, people who are maybe passing through and know that Dubai is a great place to shop. And the malls can be incredibly overwhelming and, you know, can take up a lot of your time. So... We offer services, um, everything from closet detoxes for those that live here. We offer experiences such as red carpet ready. So if you've maybe got a big event, birthday, the Grammys, um, the Brit Awards, it depends on what it is. Or, you know, you just want to feel special for a school prom. I mean, we've taken out uh, youngsters um, to get their special frock for their, their leaving due or... or um, packed for honeymoons I mean all sorts and I you know that's all quite female related we also work a lot in the corporate environment working with um you know males uh, females and males mm-hmm. um and those that maybe are just looking for a bit of guidance and ideas on you know not necessarily what's fashionable but what's stylish and what suits their personality and that's very much the focus on how I style is their the, the the element of what's your style personality how does that balance with your lifestyle and then finding something that then suits your body shape and then color so people get people are still you know in the whole world fashion and what to wear they still get a little bit caught up on colors Mm -hmm. and we're very much less about the colors because I do believe you can wear any color on your body it just depends where and how you maybe compensate it with makeup or hair or accessories but it's very much about working with um with individuals and their style personality. Okay, it's quite interesting you said about sort of the the style personality aspect. So I would, I would kind of assume, and maybe like some of the listeners as well, that it's more about sort of your actual body size and shape. Like, how do you know what to dress it? So what what's a what's a style personality? How do you know what you are? So you can be a blend of style personalities. Um, but how I break it down, so we also offer training for aspiring stylists as well, which is something that I'm incredibly passionate about because as someone who's a stylist, there's only so many hours in the day and there's only so many people that I can can style. So the... the um, the training now extends to my little army of stylists that are now out there inspiring men and women how to dress. And one of those principles that I train them to follow is the five C's. So we talk about the five C's being the five different types of style personalities. So you have a casual style personality, you have a creative style personality, you have a conservative style personality, or maybe classic would be better actually. Um, you have um, carefree um, style personality that would be kind of like your boho chic. And then I have what I call my fashion conscious style personality. Now, you can be a blended mix of some of those. So maybe at the weekend, you might be a bit more on the casual personality because during the week, you're very classic. So maybe say, you know, you're in the corporate um, environment where you have to wear suits and it's not necessarily what you would choose to wear but you can still blend a little bit of your style into that as well so once you've understood what sort of style personality you are you can then understand why clothes work for you and why they don't now the reason I talk about this is because if you take two people say you take twins and they've got exact same body shape 
they look pretty much identical, um, but you put them in the same outfit. Often what happens is one totally wears it and it really works, and the other one, it just, for some reason, it just doesn't work. And that's okay. because of their personality. So it's about their kind of confidence with, with the outfit that they're wearing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then, of course, don't get me wrong, body language is an important, body language and body shape is an important element. Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's generally ideas that are better than, than others, but it's it's a rough guideline. And then you can incorporate color into that. You know, my, my you know, a lot of people will come to us and say, um, oh, I've had my colors done. And, and I think whilst it's a great experience to have your colors done, it's not something that you know we go in and you know I've shopped with clients who've had their colors done and it's like they pull out their little sticky yes um, a little weird thing <laughs> um, color chart that's been at the bottom of their bag for 10 years and they're like nope that's one shade off I can't wear that nope that's one shade off I can't wear that nope that's not my color and you know things nowadays Fabrics have moved on, textures have moved on, the the, the choice of colour palettes are out there, um, have changed dramatically. So it's always worth bearing in mind, but don't get caught up in it. Yeah, no, that's true, actually, because I know that some of my, um, some of the people I've spoken to over the years, like you said, that kind of whole, the colour thing, I think sometimes that's just a way of getting people into maybe the world of fashion that usually try and stay in the shadows. So it's just a bit of an experience, like you said, isn't it? But then it's more about, I'm guessing, the style and the the type of their personality, as you mentioned, as opposed to the actual colour that mm-hmm. they're wanting to wear. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so we're kind of talking about fashion and sort of bringing in, I suppose, well, body confidence, really, because I know that you and I talked about this a little while ago. Like, I kind of work more on the inner body confidence to do with mindset and obviously relationships to do with food and eating. And you're obviously an expert when it comes to outer body confidence, so actually dressing the body based on everything that you've just said. So I often hear from, I suppose, people that I've worked with, but then also people that maybe, you know, they they follow me on like Facebook or, you know, there's conversations that happen between, you know, between us at some point. And it's amazing and actually quite shocking how many people that I know who not only do they have no kind of awareness about fashion and clothes, but because they don't feel very good about themselves, they just kind of throw on the same thing day in and day out. And their belief is that they need to lose weight first before they can actually feel good in their clothes. Is that quite a common thing between amongst women, do you think? Yeah, I mean, confidence. I mean, it's one of the things that uh, it's amazing what a new outfit can do mm. to, to a woman's, you know, even aura. So I see it in kind, you know, an energy. I see it, you know, when we go into the fitting rooms and um, they'll try on an outfit and it's quite unexpected. And, you know, they come out of the fitting room and they don't even need to say anything. I can just see it in the way that they stand and the the way that they present themselves. And it's just like, ah, this does actually look really good to me. I don't know who gets more excited, my client or me. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Um, But... Uh, yeah, and, and from the perspective of reading the same thing um, that you were saying, some you know some, some of you people have commented in the past. I think it's great to have a uniform as such. Mm-hmm. So you create your own style, and it could be something that you you wear quite regularly. So whether that's you know colourful tops or printed pants or jeans and a cream top, you know it's okay to have a uniform as such. Um, but it's about making sure that that uniform you choose 
makes you feel good. Yes, I mean, I'm definitely a jeans girl. Living in Dubai is not the best place to be a jeans girl, <laughs> but I would wear my jeans all the time if I could. Because yeah. I just feel really comfortable wearing jeans, and I always have done. Yeah, um, and, and that will reflect in your, you know, your personality in terms of what you do as well. You know, you're, you're in an environment where you don't need, you know, if you really dressed up, it would be slightly intimidating to women. So... Um, you know, jeans works very well with your lifestyle and what you do and gives that casual, but you can still dress up. And I know you love your accessories and yes. I always see you in that. So, you know, that works really well for you. Um, but uh, back to, to sort of about, you know, the uniform aspect and, and choosing something, I'd rather that someone out there that was listening to this had three or four outfits that they felt great in and they wore than having 15 outfits that you know, they didn't really feel great in all of them. And I'd rather they wore the same five outfits, every, every you know, rotated them, mm. than wear other outfits that don't make them feel good. Because it's like this, the cycle of success when it comes to dressing is very much if you look good, you feel good. Yeah. If you feel good, you're radiating positive energy. The positive energy is sort of that whole law of attraction where you know, good things will happen to you. And that is when you may meet the person of your dreams, get your job promotion, or just all oh, the traffic lights will go green for you that yeah, day. Yeah, no, no? exactly. Or oh, maybe you and I need to do a podcast on laws of attraction, because that's one of my other passions as well. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Attracting love things. It. But actually, it's um, it's kind of interesting what you said there, though, because I know that quite often, certainly with like my private clients, but again, you know, this is really quite common sense stuff that I talk about anyway. But if someone, obviously a woman, if she's really kind of struggling with her body size, so say that she used to be a lot slimmer and now she's a bit bigger or much, you know, she might have lost weight. A lot of women, they kind of have a wardrobe full of different size clothes as well. Certainly the people that I know and that I've worked with. So I think what you said then about just having maybe three or four or five outfits that fit you, that make you feel good right now based on where your body is right now that's far more empowering, isn't it, than having a wardrobe full of clothes that most of which don't actually fit you properly. A hundred percent. And that's why often doing a closet detox is a crucial um, step forward before you even get to the shops. So, you know, I've gone in and, you know, clients have said to me, oh, I don't really need many clothes. I just need one or two pieces. And then when we go through the wardrobe, it's like, well, you don't wear this. And, oh, no, I don't actually like that. And then when you edit everything and you're like, so you separate it, so you know you've got your work wear or your FDD, you've got your weekend, you know, however your lifestyle is. Um, you know, then you see the gaps, and you're like, well, actually, I don't really have anything. So a lot of women have said to me in the past, oh, I feel really guilty. I've got loads of clothes in my wardrobe, so I don't really want to buy that many. And then when we go through it, they don't really have anything that they're wearing or that they feel good in. So that part is absolutely crucial. No, that makes total sense, actually. Um, and I'm guessing as well, and I, I'm kind of obviously like listening to what you're saying, and I'm, I'm picking up the fact that for you, from a stylist point of view, you're kind of focusing more on the client's personality and their kind of aura, their energy, like who they are as a person. And you're kind of putting to one side, really, their weight and their body size, aren't you? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, because you can look good at any, any size. You can... Uh, 
it, you can look fabulous. I mean, I just was flicking through the um, Instagram probably earlier this morning and New York Fashion Week, and they had um, can't recall her name, but she was a you know what they describe as a plus size. Oh yes, well. I saw that. Yeah, um, and she was it was a lingerie. Um, it was a lingerie walk she was doing, and she looked incredible. Mm. Um, so yeah, size and, and weight aside. Um, you know, absolutely. And then, you know, it's about getting sure that they, they feel comfortable in it because there's nothing worse than wearing something that's too tight. That makes you feel horrible because then it's conscious that, you know, you need to see, lose weight to get back into it. Mm. Um, so just don't have the clothes in your wardrobe. Fold them away and make a note in your diary for four weeks and say, right, I'm going to try all these bits on in four weeks and see how they feel. Because that's another thing when you go into your wardrobe and you look at your clothes and you're like, that doesn't fit, that I don't like, that needs mended, you know, and then uh, you've not started your day off in a great way and then it's just a spiral of kind of negativity. You know, it's true, that's, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I know from, again, sort of things that I've, I've, I'm aware of from people that have talked to me and if if a woman's kind of in that mindset at the moment that she doesn't feel very confident about herself and for her her focus is perhaps her weight's on the heavier side or maybe she's struggling with food issues at the moment if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you look at yourself in the mirror and criticize your body and then you go to your wardrobe and you've got clothes that don't fit you which they reinforce the fact that your body's changed you're kind of setting yourself up to have a really crap day really aren't you absolutely absolutely yeah okay so what would um what would your kind of tips be so let's say that someone has as you just described a really typical client of yours and probably mine they've got a wardrobe full of clothes perhaps various sizes maybe they do feel a bit conscious about their size and weight at the minute for whatever reason what would be the first few things that you would recommend that they really need to do Go back to basics. So go and spend time in the wardrobe and make that uh, make that a focus on of a foundation. Because if you don't start with the foundation, the foundation is everything in 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 life. You know whether it's shopping for clothes, whether it's going on a, a healthy eating, you know diet or you know building a house so the foundations will start in the wardrobe that's where you need to go through absolutely everything if it's not fitting now take it out if it's never going to fit get it mm-hmm. if it's something that you know you may be able to get back into it in four to eight weeks um then uh then put it aside like we mentioned there and set a calendar but get it out the wardrobe and then what you should do is separate your wardrobe not through color initially it needs to be separated through lifestyle so sportswear or workwear or you know running around running around mummy day clothes or whatever it is because then you go to just that place and you look at just those clothes when you get ready in the morning. Um, so that would be, you know, the number one tip I would start with. And then you can write, start writing a list of things that you need to get. A lot of clients, when it comes to weight issues, maybe they're three or four sizes um, different from some of the things that they have in their wardrobe. And, you know, clients, say, I'm going to get back into that and half this wardrobe doesn't fit and Often what I've found is that when clients do do a dramatic weight loss, they don't actually want to wear their old clothes. They'll actually go and buy new ones because styles change, fashions change. Yeah. And let's face it, wearing something new, like it always makes you feel better. No, exactly. 
What, um, what about people, I'm just kind of thinking when we talk about size and weight, and that's obviously reflected in the size of clothes. Why do you think so many women get hung up on what size of clothes they wear? Oh, a good question. I don't know, but I, I feel nowadays it's something that you really can um, focus on because just what's in one shop is one size and what's in another shop is another size. I've had clients where I've bought everything from a UK size 8 to a UK size 14. And just because it's varied in stores, I guess if it's a, you know, if you're out shopping and it's consistently, you know, the same size, you know, then that's a different story. But no, I, I think um, you can pretty much buy different things from different shops and um, and and not get too caught up about it. Yeah, I think it, I think that's quite important to kind of reinforce, really, to perhaps some of the listeners because I know that a lot of my sort of followers, because they are so food obsessed and body obsessed and weight obsessed, for them in their head, it's like I need to be a size UK ten or I need to be a certain size, and then that suddenly is going to make my life all happy and all singing and all dancing. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, if they're if they're kind of focusing more on the clothes size and that's preventing them from actually buying a pair of jeans that might be a size 12, but actually they fit really well and it makes them feel confident, they're kind of missing the point then, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, size, size is such a big topic and we could probably do a whole talk actually on sort of size and what people's sizing reflects how they feel about themselves. Um, I was going to ask you actually as well about what do you see certainly from your clients, but what are the biggest mistakes that women make when it does come to clothes? And let's kind of, suppose, put the emphasis on someone who's maybe their weight or their body's changed. So maybe they've had a baby or maybe they've just gained weight for whatever reason. What what do you think are the biggest mistakes that women make when it comes to dressing themselves? Oh, well, certainly the, the new mum one is buying something in a rush. Yeah. Uh, I need it. Lack of planning. Oh, I'm going out with the husband tonight. I've nothing to wear. Yes. Um, go and rush and buy something because the baby's crying or whatever. So buying something in a hurry, um, if it's not something that you're necessarily good at. And again, that's something that a lot of people do get caught up in is, you know, well, you know, we have... You know, we're you know we're female. We should be good at shopping, or you know, it's, it's what we do type thing. And and it's not, you know. And I always say, I would not cut my own hair. I would yes. not fix my own car, and I certainly wouldn't fix my own computer. So why would someone out there that's maybe good at one of those things, but really isn't that confident in the wardrobe, think that? they know what to actually go and buy or what suits them. That's a very good point, actually, because I know, I mean, I'm a little bit, um, I do like shopping, but as you just said there, I tend to just go with the things that I always buy. So I never really change anything because probably when I think about it, I actually don't know. I'm not, I'm not the expert when it comes to dressing my body. Mm. So I'm guessing that a lot of women are the same, regardless of what size and shape they are. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, so the whole, um, you know, making mistakes, buying something in a rush, not knowing what to buy. So when we go through shopping sessions with clients, what we do beforehand is we'll do sort of some online kind of window shopping. So I'll send links of things, of items that I think not necessarily will go and buy that item, but maybe that color or that fabric or that style. So when you when you go and spend a little bit of money, you wouldn't just go out and spend it. You wouldn't go out and go and buy a new car without um, without looking at other things, you know, or test driving other cars. And I feel that's the same with 
shopping as well just don't go out and look in the shops maybe have a bit of an idea what you want to look for and surf on the net and go yeah okay I see how they've worn that I mean Pinterest is fabulous for inspiration on Uh, yeah I love Pinterest (laughs) on terms of you know what to pair with what oh I wouldn't have thought that and I still get inspiration from that you know as much as you know, I know what I'm doing in the, the shopping department and I've accumulated more hours than I care to remember. Uh, there's still things that are like, oh, that looks quite good. Oh, yeah, I have that pink skirt in the wardrobe. Oh, I'll pair that with that and update it with this. And so it's just that constantly keeping it fresh. But again, that's back to time. So if you're a new mom or if you're a busy, um, you know, busy working then that's not your priority and you might not enjoy doing it. And that's when I would say, you know, hire a professional. And, you know, we worked it out um, and I've done it in many presentations. For anyone who makes two or three bad purchases a year in Zara, is the equivalent to having a stylist for between two and three hours. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So you ask people then... um, you know, who's made uh, two or three really bad buys to this year? So if you think about it, what's the average cost of something in Zara? 295 dirhams, 195? Yeah. Three things, 295. Um, so 369. So that's, um, so 900 dirhams, say. So 150, 160 pounds at least. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got at least two hours with a senior stylist with Stanley Divine. Absolutely. It's quite interesting, isn't it? That I suppose from certainly from my point and then obviously with the people that you work with that I think a lot of people have the perception of but it's only for like rich famous celebrities to go and have a stylist like I'm a working mum or I'm just you know I I juggle the family and the kids and the husband and I don't really like my body right now so I'm going to wait until the weight comes down and then I might invest in something like that but actually from what you've said it makes so much more sense to do it now and it is actually for anybody yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it really is. And that's my biggest mission. If I was to say sort of, you know, what's your goal and vision now is um, I always had big ideas that Stanley DeWine was never going to be just me. I wanted it as an agency that had a number of stylists offering styling services. But for me now, that's gone on so much more about what's the bigger vision and the bigger vision is that over the next five years people won't think twice about booking a stylist whereas right now it's still very much as oh it's a treat but it's maybe not necessarily a treat to book a PT or go and see a nutritionist or go and get your hair done every six weeks or go and get your nails done it's the same it's the same principle it's just not there yet and the only way that will change is when it becomes much more accessible when there's more stylists out there more competitive pricing and it's it's just yeah, accessible and affordable. And that's that's our big drive forward on our new site that we've just um, relaunched. Now that makes such a, like you said, I think if it becomes more accessible to people, it starts to become more acceptable as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's, it's open for everybody. It's not just like a celebrity, like you said. Yay. That's really good. Um, I think I had another question. As you're talking, I'm like, oh, I want to ask you so many questions. I could just talk to you about clothes and fashion and stuff all the time. Because, I, I mean, I, I, do like, I do like shopping when I get chance. But like you said, I think I fit into the busy mum category and often just grab things in a hurry because I need something new. And I probably don't spend as much time as I should do actually investigating what would suit me better. And also the personality thing. I had no idea that you have fashion, like fashion personalities. Mm, but you have them in personalities you know if it was a 
Yeah, from the coaching perspective, I guess you wouldn't yeah, have caught. And, uh, you know, those in HR would be very aware of different types of personalities. So it's just an extension of that. And also worth considering as well, um, which I've noticed and really focused on, is that as much as you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, so people talk about a lot that people talk a lot about that in business you know surround yourself with people who are similar people who can inspire you your wardrobe is also reflected in that so if you are traditionally around lots of maybe very casual mums the chances are your wardrobe will reflect that I was styling a client who had spent a lot of time in in government and we used to do very different shopping sort of and then she spent four years working in a government department and her wardrobe had become very conservative because of those that she spent so much time with in the work environment and then that creeped into her personal wardrobe and it was like chalk and cheese in terms of the 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 different um the different styles of what they were looking for. So look around and have a look at what your friends are wearing because it's a good chance that you'll be wearing something similar. I know when you mentioned that to me a few months ago and I was like, really? And then I had to think about it and I thought, oh my gosh, she's so right. So like I just fit, I'm kind of a bit of a, a bit of a mismatch, but a bit of a mirror of my sort of five closest friends. We do dress yeah. very similar, mm-hmm. um, which was a bit of a revelation actually. I was like, oh, I hadn't really noticed that. <laughs> Um, something that I did want to ask you is, um, say for example, that someone, cause I think you've, you've clarified that styling is actually for anybody. It's not about your, um, whether you're a celebrity, whether you're rich and famous, it's, it's actually for anybody who just doesn't know how to dress their bodies. Mm-hmm. What do you think for someone who is really conscious of their body right now in terms of from a body confidence aspect? Do you kind of think it's a good idea for people to um, sort their head out first and then go shopping or do they need to go shopping first to feel confident and then that's going to make them feel better about who they are? Oh, I would nearly say the latter. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean you need to go and buy an entire new wardrobe. But it's back to this maybe getting two or three pieces that you feel really good in. Something for the weekend, a couple of pieces for during the week. Because I think when you wear that, then you can get on with everything else. I, that would be, I mean, it would vary from person to person, but I certainly think the latter approach, in my opinion, would be much more beneficial long term. Because no, you know, no. there's so much, you know, adding on a lipstick and getting your hair blow dried can do wonders for our confidence. And then we can start to work on everything else. No, I totally agree, actually. I've got, um, I'm doing a, there's a challenge at the minute. I don't know whether you've seen it on, on Instagram. I'm doing this ditch the diet, drop the weight challenge for 10 days. And I'm getting everybody that's partaking to actually do a challenge every day. And it's all about ditching diets, actually making themselves feel comfortable. And yesterday, our challenge was to wear red lippy. It was about pucker up. Because, oh, nice. Yeah, I, do, I think it's so important. And I think a lot of people, um, certainly that from my side here, from a, a food obsession, weight obsession, I think so many women become so consumed about what size they are, about the size of their thighs, that their stomachs aren't flat, that their arms aren't toned. And because of that, they just kind of, they, they slouch around, you know, they scrape their hair back, they don't make an effort, they wear clothes that don't fit them. And as you've just rightly said, if that's the mindset that you have and that's how you feel physically, you're not really going to make any kind of improvement until you start to dress yourself better. Mm, absolutely. 
And certainly from my point of view with food as well, if you're feeling more confident in your body, you're less likely to start binging and emotional eating because you're actually feeling better about yourself, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Um, I think is so important. Um, okay, so people that might be interested in, suppose, finding out a little bit more about you, how can they go about finding out to do with Style Me Divine, about what you offer? They need to come and check out our new website. Ooh. So we've just relaunched com, which was very much uh, focused on the sort of the Middle Eastern market because that's where we're um, initially based and the headquarters are. But to celebrate 10 years, we're going to be heading to the States next month and offering the opportunity for stylists to join our team there as well. So have a little look. I'd love to know your thoughts. So when you come to our website now, it presents you with two options and it says book a stylist or become a stylist and we also want to inspire those that are starting out in the industry or those that need help with the business side of running a styling business because it really is an amazing job to have I don't even like calling that a job because I don't even feel it's a job it's it's just it's so incredibly rewarding and uh, yeah so from both sides so that's what you see stylemedivine.com fantastic i'm sure that you'll be getting a lot of people checking you out i think you and i might need to go shopping i might need to call upon your professional services (laughs) come shopping with me help i never say no to the shop no i bet you don't actually it's an awesome job i can tell actually from kind of the conversations that that you and i have had i know that that kelly is so passionate about what she does and that really comes through in her work and i think that's kind of obvious from what you've just spoken to us about today Yes, and this is sort of the last comment, you know, some people may see it as, you know, all its clothes and, you know, beauties within and, you know, you know, what you wear is just very superficial and, you know, for, for those that think that it's not, you know, I'm, I'm no doctor, I'm no, you know, I've not changed people's lives from that perspective, but giving people the gift of confidence through wearing something that they feel fantastic and they can accomplish, you know, a presentation, do a pitch, look after the kids and feel happy. That sense of accomplishment, like that does change lives. No, definitely. And I'd agree with that a thousand percent. You know, once you kind of work on your outer stuff and maybe working on your inner stuff, you can actually become such a more empowered, confident, wonderful version of yourself that mm-hmm. I think sadly so many women, they, they don't really embrace. They just kind of accept that they are where they are and mm-hmm. they don't really, you know, step out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. So which is down to you and I and everybody else to kind of help people do that. So that's a really good thing. Life is too short to look just fine. Every day you should look divine. That's my motto. Oh my goodness, I like that. (laughs) I like that. That's very, very good. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me on today's first episode of Body Talk. I'm so excited that you got the chance to, to join us today. It's been very, very interesting. My pleasure and congratulations and the best of luck with your rest of your podcast. Thank you very much. We'll be speaking soon. Bye. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ditch the Diet Radio, everyone, with your host, Rachel Foy. That's me. If you've got ever any questions, then you can email me at info at rachelfoy.com. Be sure to check out the website, rachelfoy.com, for your free gifts and other bits and pieces. And if you would like to leave a review or subscribe to the podcast, then please do so. I am trying my absolute best right now to get the most amazing, incredible, and inspirational people on the podcast show. And if there's anyone that you would really like me to interview, then drop me a message and I will see what I can do. 
Have an awesome day and remember that you can have a life where food doesn't control you. I can't wait to show you how. Bye.